Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 142 of the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast. I am your host, Paul Marquis, and today we are going to be talking about cervical spine stiffness or stiffness of the neck. We're going to be talking about how to differentiate between muscle tightness and joint stiffness. Um, today we'll be talking about some causes of cervical spine stiffness. We're going to tease out if it's muscular or joint related, and we're going to talk a little bit about how to treat it. But before we get started, I'd like to just take a moment to hear a word from our sponsors. Do you experience leg and foot fatigue when standing for long periods of time? A main doctor and the company he founded, Mainly Technology Group, have created a high-tech, all-terrain, chemical-free sock designed to reduce fatigue. The Easy Glider Sock has a graduated compression weave to keep blood flowing and to keep you energized. Created by Dr. Lee Thibodeau, the Easy Glider is also frictionless, lightweight, warm, extremely durable, and wicks away moisture. The socks will stay fresh for days, thanks to the organic antimicrobial agent, Kytosan. Easy Glider is the only sock you'll ever need for sports, work, and leisure. To find out more, visit EasyGliderSocks.com. That's EasyGliderSocks.com. Did you know that over 90% of foot and ankle problems are caused by a tight calf muscle? Introducing the Easy Slant, a durable, adjustable, and portable calf stretching device. The Easy Slant was designed to increase stretching compliance and get you back on your feet and feeling better faster. So if you work with patients seeking to ease or avoid foot pain or clients who want to improve their athletic performance, look no further. Visit EasySlant.com to learn more or order yours today. Enter coupon code OEP for a 10% discount on your first Easy Slant. Welcome back. Well, today's sh- show is going to be short and sweet. Um, the reason for doing this show today and doing this topic is that my wife was telling me she had a stiff neck and um, you know, I broke all the rules about treating family and evaluated her to find that she did have a very stiff neck. Um, she had no obvious radiculopathy with you know cervical spine clearing tests and whatnot. Um, but she did have very limited range of motion, especially with rotation. And I came to the conclusion that her loss of range of motion was due to upper trap tightness and not necessarily facet joint stiffness. Um, and how did I figure that out? Well, it's quite simple. Um, what you do is when you're evaluating your patient, you ask them to, um, to look to the left and look to the right. Have them sit there in front of you, actually. So get them into a good position. You have them on a plinth or on a table or something like that. And with their hands on their lap, you have them look to the left and look to the right. You can physically measure this with a goniometer or or an arthrodial dynamometer, um, which I use most of the time. Um, And then what you do is you go behind the patient. You have them put their elbows at 90 degrees. Take your hands and put your hands under their elbows and lift their arms so that you are passively shrugging their shoulders, basically taking the upper traps out of the picture. Now, recheck the patient's range of motion and have them look to the left and right again. And if there is a muscle tightness restricting the range of motion, then you'll notice an improvement when you elevate 
Um, you lift on the elbows and you put them into a passive shrugged position so that the upper traps aren't involved. Now, if there is no increase in range of motion, you need to be suspicious that there is some sort of a joint capsular tightness. Um, so some of the things you need to take into consideration when you are doing this type of evaluation is number one is the age. Okay. As you get older, you develop more capsular synovial tightness around the facets. You're more likely to have arthritis, and with arthritis, you develop more stiffness and tightness. Okay, so if a person is developing some arthritis, then they will have they'll be more apt to have a capsular issue or a facet issue more so than somebody who is young who may do a stressful job uh, and have a lot of muscle tightness. Okay, the second biggest cause is muscle muscular tightness, especially with people who have sustained postures like dental hygienist or ophthalmologist, people who sit at, in front of a computer screen all day long, people who are on tablets. Um, we just talked about this recently with our posture uh, podcast, and um, these are the folks that will uh, be very susceptible for having muscular tightness issues that will cause a loss of neck range of motion. And then people who have a lordotic cervical curve, okay, so a really accentuated thoracic kyphosis with extension of the neck, um, because when that neck becomes extended, the facets become closed and they pinch up a little bit, and therefore they don't allow as much range of motion. And you can always try this on yourself, like slouch forward, extend your neck, and try to look side to side. You'll notice it's a lot harder to do like that than if you sit up with good posture and bring the shoulders back and tuck the chin back, your neck range of motion will be significantly better, okay? So those are the folks who are at kind of highest risk of this. Now, how do you treat this? Well, it's it's pretty easy. I mean, we just talked about a lot of treatment in the, the recent posture podcast, uh, and I've put up a lot of videos on how to treat you know postural issues. But you want to take into consideration, if this is an upper trapezius tightness problem, you want to do thoracic kyphosis reduction exercises. So you want to stretch the pectorals out, both pec major, pec minor. You want to do some deep cervical spine flexor act activation. You want to do some manual soft tissue mobilization, maybe a little bit of light stretching, and uh, you know a strong emphasis on mid and lower trapezius strengthening because it's been pretty well proven a long time ago that if you activate the lower trapezius muscles, the upper trapezius muscles um, deactivate. They will become much more relaxed and try it sometime, you know, have a, a coworker, you know, palpate their upper traps and then have them activate the, uh, the lower trap muscles have them do a scapular retraction and have them depress the scapula at the same time. And you'll notice those upper trap muscles will really become relaxed. And so activating those lower traps, which is not something that we do on a regular basis, um, can be very helpful with people who have limited cervical or neck range of motion because of upper trap tightness. Okay. Now let's say somebody has cervical facet tightness. You elevate, you lift on those elbows, you shrug those shoulders passively, and they have no gain in range of motion. And I love seeing these patients because if it's just capsular stiffness and they, they come to a, a stop sign, they look right, they look left, and they have to turn their body, um, that's very classic. You can really help these folks. I mean, you're not going to gain 100% range of motion with them, but even if you gained 
10 to 20 degrees in each direction. That's huge. Um, and you can actually see this nice steady improvement, especially when it's isolated facet stiffness and tightness. Um, so what I like to do is put the page, you know, I might heat them up first, maybe do some modalities, help get those muscles relaxed a little bit. I might do some soft tissue mobilization. But what I find most beneficial is you take the patient put them on their back in the supine position, you, you flex their neck slightly, maybe 10 to 15 degrees, and you gently rotate them to one side till you get to that end range. Um, then from there, you hold that stretch. You get a nice gentle stretch, but you hold it. I might hold 30 seconds to a minute uh, in one direction, and then I'll slowly return because sometimes they get a little bit of rebound pain when you uh, change directions and go back. Then I'll do the other side. I don't do uh, circles with the cervical spine, and I don't ream on extension. I generally try to gain that rotation. And once they start to gain rotation, it's interesting that they gain extension. They also gain lateral flexion also. So I work on this manually to do some light, low-load, long-duration stretching. And then I have them keep this up with a postural program at home and also some active cervical spine rotation at home where I have them take the left arm, let's say. I have them put it behind their back. They point the finger and they look over the right shoulder and they maintain that nice low load long duration stretch and by doing that it helps to keep the shoulder back so they're not rotating the whole body uh, and that works really well with that being said um i hope you enjoyed the show today thank you all so much for listening to ortho eval pal please send me your questions for the show i'd be more than happy to try to answer them to the best of my ability and uh check out our website where you can connect with me personally i've uh, done a lot of online mentoring and coaching i really enjoy that and uh, we can really get down to little small technicalities that can make a huge difference while you're evaluating patients. Um, you can also download webinars uh, from the website and uh, check out our blog post. Um, so I hope you enjoy the show and uh, take care and have a great day. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.